Let us be attentive. The Lord will give strength to his people. Bring to the Lord, O sons of God, bring to the Lord honor and glory. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to Timothy. Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, the saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, attend to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophetic utterance when the council of elders laid their hands upon you. Practice these duties. Devote yourself to them so that all may see your progress. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. At that time, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief collector and rich, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not on account of the crowd because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham, or the son of man. Came to seek and to save the lost. 
peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the beginning decades of the 20th century, countless people left their homes in Eastern Europe, in Russia, in Greece, to sit in the holds of ships and cross the Atlantic. When they arrived at the end of their journey, they beheld, of course, the great Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor. We're all inspired by that tale, and many of us can trace our own origins to that founding story. Now, Jesus took a long journey as well, from Galilee to Jerusalem. It's a journey that was, that's description of which fills over half the Gospel of Luke. And when Jesus arrived at his destination, what did he see? A little man up a tree. almost a comic image, isn't it? I can never think of the story of Zacchaeus without thinking of the actor Danny DeVito. <laughs> I just see Danny DeVito up there in that sycamore tree. Now, this is quite a contrast to arriving at your destination and beholding the Statue of Liberty. And yet, the story of Zacchaeus can teach us as much, if not more, about true liberty and freedom as the Statue of Liberty can teach us. Because it teaches us about true freedom, spiritual freedom, freedom in Christ, who sets us free. First of all, although Moses ascended a mountain, Mount Sinai, to see God, Zacchaeus merely climbed up a tree. And yet in that simple act, he too saw God. And this teaches us it's not the scale of our efforts. It's not the achievement of mountaintop experiences 
that brings us to the presence of God, it's the desire, the heart. Zacchaeus had the heart to see God. And it was enough for this little man to climb up a tree because the desire was there. Now, there are a lot of people around who wanted to see Jesus as he passed through. But well, the question is left open, what did they really want to see? What did you come to see? Jesus asked one point. A reed blowing in the wind, a sight to behold. You wonder what people were wanting to see because later on they proclaimed a judgment against Zacchaeus. So you wonder, what were they really there for? To see what everybody was doing and to judge them? That wasn't Zacchaeus's motive, obviously, because the scripture tells us that he climbed up the tree because he wanted to see Jesus and couldn't from the ground. So this is a tale by which we should ask ourselves, what do we come to see? What do we want to see? How much do we want to see it? Are we merely idly curious? Uh, do we want to do what everybody else is doing? Do we want to look sideways and judge our neighbor? Is this just another Instagram moment? Or are we like Zacchaeus, and who really want to get up that tree to behold God in the flesh himself? And because Zacchaeus had this motive, he was as blessed in his humble and simple way as anyone can ever be blessed by the sight of God. It doesn't take that much on one hand. But on the other hand, it takes everything. It takes our heart. Now, there's another point to the story of Zacchaeus that shows us how much we can learn about freedom and liberty in Christ. Because after he climbed the tree, what did he have to do? He had to descend. He had to climb down. He had to come back to meet Jesus with a heart of repentance with a desire, a true desire, to make amends for the mistakes, the sins of his life. And to prove that, he restored, he gave back what he had illicitly taken. And you notice that as a result of his act of repentance, as a result of his humility, as a result of his descent, He found salvation where? Across the ocean? At the top of the mountain? 
No. In his own home. Today salvation has come into your house, Zacchaeus, right where you live. And that house is a wonderful symbol of our soul. He came right into our soul. He forgave. He gave Zacchaeus true liberty through desire, through humility, and through repentance. It's a wonderful story, and in fact, I think it beats any story, if I may say so, about crossing an ocean or climbing a mountain, because it's something that each and every one of us can do each and every day of our lives. We can have the desire to see Jesus. We can have the desire to dissent to him in humility. We can have the desire to repent. We can all have salvation in our hearts. The more I go on in the Christian life, the more I've come to realize it's not about mountaintop experiences. It's not about grand achievements. It's not even about feats of asceticism. Those could be means to the end, but the end is the sight of Jesus Christ in his presence in our hearts. This is what the story of Zacchaeus proves. And I want to close with some words from the lawgiver Moses from the book of Deuteronomy. For this commandment I command you today is not too burdensome for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven above that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear and do it. But the word is very near you, in your mouth, in your heart and in your hands that you may do it. That's the message that Zacchaeus heard. Let's pray that we all hear that message as well. And may the word of God who is so near to us, who is present to us and is summoning, summoning us to our homes with him, have mercy on us and save us.